It's story time by our favorite English author, Annette Blyton. Happy Days series. You're a nuisance, Mr. Meadow. Chapter three. Mr. Meadow tries to be helpful. Meadow was staying with his aunt Jemima, and she was not very pleased with him. This was not surprising, for Meadow had filled the salt cellars with sugar quite by mistake, and had filled the sugar basin with salt. So they had both had porridge and salt and egg and sugar for breakfast. If only you'd be a bit more helpful instead of doing such silly things," grumbled Aunt Jemima. My hand just longs to pinch you, Meadow, and a very little more silliness from you, and I shan't be able to stop my hand from doing what it wants to. Meadow went as far from his aunt as he could. Her hand was big and hard and strong. I'm very sorry, aunt," he said. "But the sugar and salt did look so much alike. You see." You didn't think of reading what was on the salt tin, I suppose," said Aunt Jemima. "No, don't try to alter the salt and, sh- and the sugar now. You'll only end in mixing them up together." Meadow was very glad indeed when his aunt said she was going out to tea that afternoon. She was not a nice person to live with when she was cross. I'm going to see Sally Simple in the next village," said Aunt Jemima. "Now, as it's a nice sunny afternoon, you sit out in the garden in the sun. Have tea there if you like, and just keep to keep an eye on the washing on the line to see it doesn't blow away. And do try and be good and sensible, so that I shall feel." Pleased with you when I come back. Oh yes, Aunt said, Meadow, and he meant it. He waved goodbye to his aunt when she went off in her best coat and hat. Then he heaved a big sigh of relief. Now there was no one to scold him for a few hours. He would be so good. He would just show his aunt how good he could be. I'll take Aunt's rocking chair out into the garden. He thought it's so comfortable to sit in, and I can rock in myself in it whilst I'm reading. I'll borrow Aunt's library book too, so that I shan't need to keep her waiting for it when she wants to take it back. He carried the rocking chair into the middle of the lawn. He fetched two cushions from the sitting room. He found his aunt's library book and sat down to read it, rocking himself in the sun. It was lovely. At four o'clock, he felt hungry, so he went indoors and found some scones and buttered them. Then he found a nice new ginger cake and took that out for his tea as well. He made himself some tea in the silver teapot, put a nice clean tray cloth on the tray and one on the little table beside the rocking chair, and then sat down to enjoy his tea. Aunt Jemima would be pleased to see me having my tea in such a nice. Way with a tray cloth on and the silver teapot and all," thought Meadow. "She's always telling me I'm untidy and careless and messy. She just ought to see how well I'm behaving this afternoon when she isn't here to see me." He had his tea and enjoyed it, reading all the time. His book was so exciting that he couldn't be bothered to wash up the tea things and clear everything away just then. He would do that afterwards. He suddenly felt cold. The sun had gone behind an enormous black cloud. Meadow looked up, and a big drop of rain fell on his nose, making him jump. Oh, it's going to rain," said Meadow, annoyed. 
I thought it suddenly felt cold. Poor Aunt Jemima. She will just be coming home, and how wet she will get! Her new hat will be soaked. She will probably get an awful cold. Poor Aunt Jemima. No Macintosh. No umbrella. Then an idea came into his head, and he jumped with delight. Of course, I'll go and meet her, and I'll take her Macintosh and umbrella with me. How pleased she will be! What a good idea! I can just get to the station in time to meet the homecoming train. Meadow dashed indoors and found his aunt's big blue Macintosh. He took her enormous red umbrella and went into the front garden and put it up. Splish, splash, pitter patter! How the rain came down! The drops were huge. Dear, dear," said Meadow, running down the road to the station. "How wet Aunt Jemima would have got it if I hadn't thought of taking her Macintosh and umbrella! How pleased she will be with me! I can be very kind and thoughtful when I like." The train puffed in as Meadow got to the station. He rushed on to the platform and looked for his aunt to get out of the train, but she didn't get out. She didn't seem to be there at all. She must have missed the train," thought Meadow. "Oh dear, there isn't another one for a whole hour. I'd better wait because the rain is heavier now." So he sat down on the platform and waited. He waited and he waited. The hand of the clock crept all round the figure, and at last the hour was gone. The next train came in, and Meadow jumped to his feet at last. But dear me! There was no Aunt Jemima on that train either. It was most puzzling. Meadow didn't know what to do. He really couldn't wait any more. Why, it was seven o'clock. Aunt Jemima must be staying the night with Sally Simple. What a waste of time it had been waiting about in the cold station. He went out of the station feeling cross. The rain was still pouring down, and it wetted his legs. There were enormous puddles everywhere now, and Meadow wished he had remembered to change his house slippers for rubber boots. He had rushed out just as he was. Well, I'll put on Aunt Macintosh now, so she don't, she won't want it. He thought. So he put it on and looked very funny in it, for it came almost down to his big feet, and. Was much too big for him. He put up the red, big red umbrella and set off home, grumbling to himself. He got to the front door, when, to his enormous surprise, it was flung open, and there was his aunt glaring at him. Meadow, where have you been all this time? And with my Macintosh and umbrella too, I've been looking for you everywhere. Where have you been? Oh, aunt, I'm so surprised to see you," said Meadow, and he was. I said, "Where have you been?" said his aunt angrily. "To the station to meet you," said poor Meadow. It began to rain, so I thought I'd meet you and take your Macintosh and umbrella for you. I thought you'd be glad to see me at the station. What's the sense of meeting the train when you knew I was coming home by bus? Snorted his aunt, and then Meadow suddenly remembered that his aunt always went by bus to Sally Simple's and back because it passed her door and Sally's too. 
Oh dear me," he said, and felt very silly. "I should think it is." Oh dear me," said Aunt Jemima in a nasty sort of voice. "That's what I said when I jumped off the bus outside the door, ran in, and found you had left all my nice washing out on the line to get wet. It's soaking now, and the mud has splashed up from the ground and made it all dirty again. Why didn't you take it in when it rained?" Well, dear me," said Metal, feeling very awkward about it. "Yes, I should have done that, of course. And why did you have to leave my best rocking chair and my two nice sitting room cushions out in the rain too?" inquired his aunt. "Did you have to leave out my silver tea things and the rest of the ginger cake, which is now nothing but wet crumbs?" Good gracious me," said Metal, feeling even more uncomfortable. "And I suppose you thought it was a very good idea to leave my library book out in the pouring rain too," said Aunt Jemima, her voice getting louder and louder, and her face getting redder and redder. Metal began to feel alarmed. Had he really done all that? All he had meant to be so good and helpful. Well, he said. Well, Aunt, I did take your Macintosh and umbrella to the station for you. So clever," said his aunt. "So clever. When I got home and wanted to go and take in my washing and the tea things and chair and cushions and book, I looked for my Macintosh and umbrella to keep me dry. But no, they were gone. You had th- taken them to put on somebody who wasn't there, and you kept nice and dry while I got soaking wet going out into the garden. Metal, my hand is longing to pinch you. Oh," said Metal, and ran straight out into the garden, Macintosh umbrella and all. "I can wait till you come in," called his aunt. "I'll warm you up nicely then. I can wait." Poor Metal, he meant so well, didn't he? He's—he's still out there in the rain, but he'll have to go indoors sometime, and then what a scolding he will get! End of chapter.